everybody, and welcome to the High Jiu-Jitsu Podcast, episode number 34, featuring Maddie Panza. What's up, Maddie? Oh, you know, just chilling, mate. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. We had a beautiful day. Um, done a morning class, had a few privates, done a noon class. Uh, it was a nogi Thursday today, so we've gone through a few uh, fairly new takedowns and takedown series from the Russian tie, which has been really, really epic. Um, yes, and now sitting here with a party with you, and I'm going to go into some kids' classes and teens' classes, and we've got the treble tonight. So plenty of good stuff happening here at Higher on a Thursday, especially um, busy and day, all days. Busy day. Yeah. Hey, peeps! I would like to apologise for what happened in the last one because I on the th- about thirty third minute of episode thirty three, uh, it just blacked out and. Maddie, as the resident IT guy, has no idea. So, if, um, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I don't have a real reason as to why it happened. I think it's just because uh, some housekeeping needed to be done, and you know, <laughs> yeah, pass the buck. That's it. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. We're here. Shouldn't happen anymore. We yeah. should be good going forwards. Yeah, there was actually a couple of technical difficulties with that episode, and we, that was the second time we filmed it. Yeah, re- recorded it. And um, that's all we're going to get. We're going to move on from there. Yeah, look, 33 minutes is better than the first one, which was six seconds before six the seconds. same thing happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, we're, we're making steps in the right direction. Yeah, we're doing all right. So hopefully we go all the way for this one. Yes. And this is an interesting uh, topic right now. It's a good one. And it's uh, timely considering that we have our third internal jiu-jitsu competition happening next month on the Beautiful. 20th of March. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, Save the date. Save the date, everybody, and come and train and learn and have some fun. Anyways, we'll get to that chat soon. But for today, what we're talking about is how to help a friend in competition. Okay? It's a a big one. And, you know, day in and out, you're on the mats with the fellow students uh, of your school. Slowly but surely, they go from being teammates on the mats to friends and confidants off them as well. You know, at higher, we love our hangouts. We look forward to chilling with everybody. The you know time on the mats is fun. Time off the mats with everybody is um, equally as fun too. Um, so now that same friend of yours is has entered into a competition, and you guys have been working together all the time, learning together, practicing together. Um, you know, and now it's the time has come. The day has come where they're putting it all into practice. Um, it's a it's a quite a nerve wracking time to compete and put your skills to the test and do it in front of other people and it's important to have a little bit of support there yeah um whether it's important or not it's probably happening i'll tell you what though maddie full disclosure i went to brazil in 2009 uh, by myself and started um, training in brazil um and it was really really fun and i had three competitions over there and i've never competed better in my life in those comps I just felt so free and um, no expectation there was no expectation yeah, there was yeah. no pressure I was by myself no one knew my name I didn't know what anyone was talking about I just went in there and just started competing and it was actually really really fun um, no it's not it's not true that you know it was the best I've ever felt but it, it was a different situation to adapt to for sure yes not having anyone in your corner or anything like that well I did the Brazilian championships I think in 20, 2009 as well and Ricardo Vieira was in my corner and that was pretty cool that was like yeah, a right. lot of pressure but he didn't like he was just he wasn't really my coach like I was yeah, yeah. there for a few months and 
he just today is it right if you corner me he's like yeah man for sure so um and he was he did a good job cornering me um and you know over the years i've done my best to help our students as well and help you know fellow teammates um you know in in their corner and so hence why this uh article blog post has come about uh because i think it can be done better and sometimes you're in you're at a competition and um things aren't as effective as they could be yep and you know just for future reference i think it's good that we have a conversation around this because you know with that internal comp coming up with a whole bunch of other comps coming up this year 2021 um we, we will have students competing you guys will have teammates competing yep. so let's get into it right i love that word teammate because jiu-jitsu is a funny thing where it's a very individual sport mm-hmm. everything's about what i'm doing you know i'm learning it, it, you kind of the whole focus is on me as opposed to say like a, a team sport like soccer mm-hmm. where you know you're on a team whereas in jiu-jitsu it's kind of all about you for lack of a better way of describing like obviously I, I know that it's me and another person when I'm training but I'm focusing on my growth as a coach I'm focusing on other people's growth but for the most part other people who are students are only really focusing on their themselves they don't have to consider where's my teammate do I need to pass the ball to him so it's easy to see jiu-jitsu as, a, as an individual sport, but it's not. We are a team, and we work together to to cultivate learning amongst all of us. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have my teammates here to train with, I wouldn't have anyone to get better with. I need you, I need my teammate. I need the students, I need everyone else in the gym to come together as one big team for all of us to get better. Does that make sense? Definitely does, it's a beautiful point as well, and thank you for raising it at this time. Uh, because yes exactly what you're saying there like you think about it as you know you're by yourself on the mats but it's it's a it's a bunch of buddies around you you know and and you need the collaboration with everybody otherwise it's not fun at all Um, and we've spoken about that before and if you came in as a selfish person no one's going to want to help you yeah yeah having those people no one's going to want to give you feedback if you're an if you come in as an arrogant dick and that's all you give to anyone in the gym that's all you're ever no one's ever really going to want to be like hey you can improve that here mm-hmm. why would they want to give you help if you're just being an asshole for, mm-hmm. you know sorry for the language people but you know it's just one of those you know you get what you give 100 percent um as conor mcgregor says maddie when one of us go to war we all go to war yep <laughs> that's the worst conor mcgregor i've ever heard oh, come on give us one then okay uh, nah you'll no. do uh, fucking nothing <laughs> that was pretty bad too so look people here's how you can best serve your friend on his or her big day all right um and feel free you know we can have a discussion around this as well it's always open to interpretation and you know we can um, there's a lot more it's not an exclusive list there's so much more here but here's what we've come up with the first one is be calm and be there to support your presence can be very helpful it can be very um, uh, supportive you know if if you allow it to be so before during after the matches it's really important that you're in control of your own emotions and you're there to help and guide your partner in in positive ways because let's say you're a nervous wreck you're like kind of maybe acting selfishly you're doing your own thing and you're taking the spotlight away from your teammates it's not like they really need a spotlight but your attention should be onto them right yeah. because as we said 
um, you, you're there for each other. You're there to collaborate. And if it's if it's them competing at that time, maybe you're competing too. But let's say the next match is theirs, then put your attention like to them, mm. right? Um, it's it's it, their big day, right? It's not yours. Yeah, it's not. So don't make it yours. Absolutely, it's like going to a wedding. You you don't make someone else's wedding about you. <laughs> like that'd be um, that wouldn't be a nice thing to do. During during your best man speech, you just start talking about how good you are. Yeah. Like what? No, it's 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 this other person's time. Give them the focus. Give them your energy. Yeah, um, and you know it's not difficult to do, but I think depending on what you're like as a person maybe, you know, or, you know, what, what your brain space is at the time perhaps. Um, it's just something to think about, right? Mm, um, sure. So it's on you to, to, to support and not lead the dance. So if, you're, if your teammate wants to do their particular thing, it's not the time to switch it up straight away and, and like, you know, at that immediately and go to something completely different, maybe that they're not familiar with. Yep. You know, like if they want to pummel and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, don't pummel, let's have a grapple before, <laughs> the, before, the, before the match. Um, it's not up to you to kind of to, to to lead it okay you're yes. supporting correct so you're like a secondary yeah. role in this situation if they um, want to pummel pummel yeah exactly so stay calm you know and encourage your partner to be at their best whatever that means for them so if you're a nervous wreck you know and like behind, around them then you're just gonna um, they're gonna feed yeah. from that energy and it's not the best energy to be in at the time even if it's not you're not verbally a nervous wreck people read each other's uh, body language way more than we're consciously aware of so they're going to pick up on it you know Mm -hmm. i'm sure they've already got their own nerves they're battling through and if you you're adding nerves to that it's just not helping yeah not at all so just be a bit like be neutral just be there you know there whenever whatever they need for you from you you know you can you're there for them monk (laughs) yeah like a like a on their shoulder right that's it just kind of in the shadows there, just helping them wherever they need to be helped with. Um, so another thing you can do is to help your friend with their warm-up. And that's important too, you know, as in take off your jumper, get ready to help your partner build a little sweat pr- prior to going out there. A couple of times I didn't do that before competing. No, you feel like And you just feel flat and like lazy, like, you know, and your joints are like uh, still cold and your brain's not moving and flowing and... Yeah, I think it is important just to get a feel for um, for jiu-jitsu, right? To start practicing a little bit of jiu-jitsu before the match. I think that's really, really critical. Yeah, and if, you know, say your friend is nervous, maybe you can help them by guiding them through uh, a traditional warm-up you do in the gym. Mm-hmm. Because what better way to get yourself into that mindset than the normal ritual you go through when you train? Mm-hmm. You know, in a, for a, for us, we have our high jiu-jitsu warm-ups. Uh, and that's kind of like, a, as I said, it's like a ritual. We go through every single class. There's that 10, 15 minutes of warm-up, uh, certain movement patterns that we're going to work on that are pretty fundamental throughout jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. And I find that practicing those movement patterns, not only does it grease your body and your joints for what you're about to do, yeah. it also starts to get your mind in alignment with those movement patterns and what you're about to do. So it's fantastic for both. Yeah. It's hard to go from zero to 100 because competitions go to 100. Yeah, absolutely. That's the time to go. Yes. Like way, probably, you know, with regards to like the emotions and the nerves and the referees and the different color mats, you know, and this competitor they've never grappled with before. um, You know, yes, adrenaline's going to start dumping. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have at least a little bit of a sweat going on before you come in, 
then it's gonna it might hit you really really hard you know whereas um if you just you're feeling jiu-jitsu before you go out there yeah that's that's really really critical and some competitions don't even have warm-up mats yeah and that's not that's not ideal but i mean you have to work with it everyone's in the same boat um so that's you know you have to I guess you have to be creative there maybe jump on the ground and do some yoga do some yoga do something you know get your partner to help you out um <clears throat> Yes, so warm up, and so you as a friend can help your partner warm up as well, right? Um, you know, get some specific drills in, get some pummels, get some grip fighting yeah. going as well. Um, maybe some mock grapples, you know, just like flow grappling. Um, hey, and, and during those flow grapples, it's not time, as we were kind of say, it's it's your partner's day, it's not yours, it's not your time to beat them. Yeah, don't go beating them and checking yeah, them out. Like, and, um, you know, yeah, submitting them. kind of, I don't know, it's, for me, it's I'm going to create movement and give you opportunities and I'm not going to take the opportunities. For me, it's about getting you seeing opportunities more than it's about me shutting down your game. That's, a, that's exactly what we're talking about. It's like... Because it's been, sh- like, don't do that. It's just, it's not, you're not there for your partner if you're not going to let them have, yeah. have an inch, you know, when yeah. they're warming up for their match. That's silly. you got to get them moving, them seeing the opportunities, them seeing the positions... Don't don't close those holes. If anything, like leave them open yeah. so your partner can get a little bit sharp, yeah. and even to get a little bit confident before the match, you know. Absolutely. Like, let them have like some things, so they just start getting you know ready to go, you know, ready for war. Um, and it's not war, but it's it mimics war to be honest. Yeah, don't be a, a, a just a, a dead puppet. You know, you're not you're not just a body for them to practice on before competition. <sighs> yeah. But you, you know, you still got to be alive. And that goes back to uh, last week's episode as being well. Being a good uki. Yeah, being a good uki, episode number 33. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like a bit more than an uki in this case, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you want to help them uh, get their blood flowing, get them ready to battle, okay? Um, and that means, you know, put it, wearing things that will help you be active as well. You know, so Maddie, if you go out there wearing high heels, like take leave the high heels at home, all right, and just wear some nice flats. Leave, leave my weekend habits alone, yeah. please. Like, <laughs> I don't judge what you do on your weekends. Don't judge what I do. Yeah, no worries. But just um, when it comes time to to help someone out in the in the warm ups, yep. um, leave those ones at home. Huh? Um, yes. So, do we make our point there? I think so. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's say like during the match. Even before the match, uh, there's a lot that can be screamed out and a lot that you hear being screamed out from the sidelines and only just some of them help the situation at yeah, hand. Absolutely. Offer general info, general encouragement. You know, don't get too specific. Yes. Especially for white belt tournaments, white belt matches, when they're not exactly certain of what's happening. Um, yeah, that's you know, a big one I remember. Um Heaps. You can't be like, oh, put your left hand here and your right hand. In the heat of a, of, of a competition match, that's nothing. That how how do you nothing. feel? Let's go. How do you? How did you feel in your first few competitions, mate? You know what? It wouldn't matter what anyone was saying to me in my first few competitions. I didn't hear a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just like white noise in the background. Yeah. Of everyone yelling, and then just tunnel vision. You just focus yeah, on. It. It's, you, you don't I, even know what's going on. I couldn't have told you what was happening outside me and that one person. It's like the the rest of the world is just black. Yeah. You know, it's just there and now, no sound. Sometimes even the guy next to you is black, like the guy you're competing against. Yeah. You just, you just don't know what's going on. Just, um, it can, that's the adrenaline though, right? It can, yeah. just, it can just smack you real hard. 
Yeah, I I think I've said this before, but I I was in uh, probably like my first ever match mm. in a comp, and I got I got armbarred, and it was completely on, but I just had no idea what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got hit cranks and cracks in my arm, but I just didn't feel the thing. I just didn't know what was happening. I was just, oh, I don't know. It was like it was in it was like beast mode, but just full adrenaline dumps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just wasn't gonna, I just wasn't gonna stop. Not because if I if I thought that I was caught, if I knew that I was caught in an armbar, I didn't want to hurt my arm, mm. then I would have tapped. But I just it didn't process. Like I just I was in a fight to death, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'd only been training for a couple of months. And I didn't even know the like yep. the gist of what competition is or what jiu-jitsu is for that matter. So yeah. Um, yeah. So with that being said, like there's a lot of adrenaline going on. There's a lot of craziness. Like you. If you've ever been in a competition, you, you know exactly what we're talking about, especially at the beginning. You know, after yeah. a while of competing, then you can kind of you're, you're a little bit conscious of what's going on around you, so you can hear some technical advice. But even then, that technical advice has to be short and sharp. It has to be um, relevant to that person. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't want to tell other people who train with each other not to give advice. I mean, it's great; it's awesome to be supportive. But from my experience, it, a lot of that kind of voices get lost to the noise Mm -hmm. and some of my experiences it's just you know i remember elvis for example he was quite i thought he was a very good cornerman yeah Uh, i agree you know i remember and one thing that stood out to me is i always recognized his voice out from the crowd yep he never he never yelled he just spoke a firm like uh, assertively but he never yelled he never screamed it was just his regular voice that you'd hear in class. Yeah. And so through all the noise and all the, the, the static of everything in the background, you could hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would always just be something simple, like protect your neck, be careful of an armbar. Um, it doesn't have to be detail on how to do an armbar. He never tried to teach me how to do a technique while I was competing. It's kind of not the time, is it? It's not. Yeah. You should know what you're going to do and when to do it. It's just things that you might not be aware of that maybe this person's setting up for a triangle so you might say beware of the triangle Mm -hmm. and the person might go oh okay posture up a bit and you know do the make some uh micro adjustments Mm -hmm. uh uh, to not get leave that alone sorry (laughs) Uh, uh, so either way that's kind of like the thing that really stands out to me is it was always simple short things there was never put your left foot on his hip then turn your switch your hips out turn right it's like no like you know what most you could say that to someone in the gym while we're learning a technique and most people won't get those movements right let alone um you know in the in the heat of a battle 100 percent. so yeah not the time right there yeah and so here's here's one thing that you can talk about right so remember the the those adrenaline dumps yep and when I'm getting armbarred, what's the first thing that goes when you're in that life or death situation? I don't know if you could hear that. I can't hear that. That yeah, sounds ex- terrible. Sorry, people. Excellent. That was me breathing as loud and terribly as I could. Yeah. Um, but you kind of, a lot of the time, you're just holding your breath. Yeah. And when you remember, you take a breath. But, you know, you're just holding it mm-hmm. because um, it's life or death, right? Yep. So when it is life or death, the breath is the first thing that goes. Mm. Um, so if you have someone on the sidelines that's reminding you to breathe. That's so huge. Breathe, Maddie. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And it's like, oh, oh shit, I have a breath. I can yep. breathe right now and it can help me out. It can help me um, calm myself down and help me think clearly mm-hmm. and think about the next step that's required in order to achieve you know, the outcome yep. that I want. 
Um, the last competition I was in many, many years ago, uh, Brad Hampson was probably the only person from the gym who was there that day. Yeah. And I just said to him, look, the number one thing I want out of you is reminders to breathe when, when I look panicked or yeah. anything like that. And he did perfectly. I could hear him saying, giving me the reminders. And would it help you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I kind of went in there knowing to breathe, but it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's helpful to uh, have that reminder just in case you don't remember or in case you get caught up in the heat of the battle. Yeah. Uh, it's absolute, to me, that's the very first thing because if you're not breathing, you might as well be putting yourself to sleep. You're already, yes. you're already well, you're putting yourself in a panic at least. And when you're yeah, panicking, yeah. then there's going to be problems. Man, holding your breath for five minutes trying to fight someone, get out of here. Yeah, but they're not even choking you. You're only choking yourself. <laughs> yes. But breathing's how you're going to get through that adrenaline dump and how you're going to be able to turn it from uh, f- uh, flight to fight. In a good way. Yeah. You know, like being in control of your breath. It's not really fight or flight. It doesn't become rest or digest. It's just you're ready to fight. Well, you're, you're using that adrenaline to to a, to the way you want to use it. Exactly, just yes. Like, uh, it's not like you don't want the adrenaline. Like no. the adrenaline's good. It kind of gets you set up and ready to go. Power. Yeah. I remember um, it was really interesting because... I remember initially in my first kind of foray into competition, mm. I was just happy to be there and make up the numbers. Like I didn't expect myself to win. I was yeah. kind of just really nervous. I kind of, part of me didn't want to be there because mm-hmm. I was scared, In- you know, like just intimidated, you know. And then um, the more I did it, the more I realized that, hey, hold on, like I'm here, I might as well, I might as well do my best. Mm. So my mentality went from, okay, let's, not just have a smile on our face and be happy to be here and make yeah. the numbers, but let's actually give it a go and yeah. do our best to, to win. Um, and so I, I felt like I'd use that adrenaline with that different mindset. I use that adrenaline a little bit differently and I channel it rather than trying to stop it rather than yeah. trying to like ignore it. I just channel it and say, okay, let's go adrenaline. Let's go people. Let's go opponent. Let's have some fun. See what happens and do your best. And so after you've done your best, don't mind, like, you know, Many times in comp, I remember when in my first ever purple belt competition, it was a triple ball, mm-hmm. and I was ready. I felt good, and I went up against this one guy, this one purple belt, and he just beat me, man. Like technically, he was just better. Yep. And he beat me, and I tried. I put on some like dirty, nasty chokes, and he was trying to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, he was just better, and he had a really good half guard game. I remember. So I got off that match going like, well, I lost, but. I just got to go back to the drawing board and keep learning and keep practicing and get more technical and learn how yeah. to do things better because it wasn't so much I, f- I didn't fail myself like he was just better than me which you know that happens as well sometimes but um, yeah so what, my point there is this idea of adrenaline like how do you how do you use it properly so perhaps as well if you know how you work best then you can help your training partner just like sorry the, the your spectator your friend who's there show them tell them what you want from them so the way yes. you told brad you said hey brad you know just tell me to breathe man like yeah. you know because you were you'd been training a lot longer than brad yeah. so technically maybe he wouldn't give you too much yeah you know but he could give you that general info that general advice That's breathe it. maddie you know it's 50 nil your way it's yeah. okay you got one time, minute to go yeah time remaining that's a huge call yeah um those things are really important um, you know, like time, like these are the things that your partner can use and can think about in, in terms of um, in, in the actual match, yep. right? 
Um, so that's kind of what I'm saying here. Like, look at the scoreboard, remind your partner where they're at with regards to the amount of time left. Yeah. Um, and it helps them use the info to decide their next moves. Yeah. Like, don't attempt to fight the match for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they've done the work, they know what they're feeling. Let your friend do the work for themselves. Um, let them problem solve. Yes. I think it's important to feel what's happening in the moment as well. Yeah, absolutely. You can't, like you can't scream that. at them to do something else and they're hell-bent on doing what they want to do and you're, it becomes very contradictory. Well, it's one of those things you can't see when you're a spectator. Uh, as you said, feeling is so huge. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, you just got to pass this way. But maybe you can't see that they've got their weight preventing that, you know, like... Or something, there's you know, some in, kind of, invisible jujitsu that you can't see. That well, there's a lot of it that's invisible, right? So, absolutely. Um, a lot of it, let's say that you can, you, you feel that you don't necessarily see. Um, I guess if you're like, you know, if you're a higher belt and you're coaching a lower belt, you yeah. can tend to see certain things. Yes. But even then, the lower belt doesn't know technically what you're saying in a way either. So, yes. so that's why we just be simple, like simplify things and be uh, just. That general info is really important. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another big one. Focus on your friend, not on your opponent, not on the ref. Yeah. I've heard many things on the mats like, they're tired. She yeah. sucks. No, I, yeah. I, I've been His half guard's terrible. Smash it. I've been a... I've been a ref, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I've definitely None of been that helps. a perpetrator of the they're tired. Uh, before and I, I kind of look at the end of the day both people in there are probably tired yeah <laughs> I think that the t- they're tired is means it's, it's a good op- it's an op- good opportunity to go but you could phrase that better like go now instead of they're tired now's the be, time Maddie let's now's go now's the time to go yes, yes. and so Push now the tempo, I'm whatever. changing the focus on you I'm not yes. putting it onto your opponent because there will be a time when the matches are done and then you face this guy that you were just talking smack on like on the mats yeah, and yeah. it's just not nice it's not respectful both <laughs> yeah, both boys or girls athletes are, are going out there and doing their best and yeah. they deserve respect so to disrespect them you know mm. off the mats with, with you know screaming insults at them or you know <laughs> making them feel suck. terrible that's terrible that's rude you know um, but you've heard, I've heard it like yep. have you heard it as I said I've, I've done the they're tired many times I've yeah. always thought that was good feedback but you're right, you can totally... You when you're in there, you don't really care about them either. It's more no. about you. Absolutely. And you might be tired too. It's like, good, thanks for them being tired. No, I'm, I'm tired too. tired too, <laughs> mate. What are you talking about? I can't use my arms, man. I can't yeah. feel myself. I can't even move my arms <laughs> at the moment, let alone... <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, but now's the time to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good piece of advice. I, I, I remember um, with Leon, uh, he was in one one match and he just kind of just stopped there for a bit like four minutes in he's ahead I think he ended up winning the match but he just stopped and just kind of looked at the guy like they were just hanging out on the mats like what are you doing now's the time to go and 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 he's like oh yeah and just went back to smashing (laughs) this guy it's like he kind of got a Sometimes you need a reminder what you're there for. Yeah. Do you remember Oscar during that match? Uh, Vaguely screaming. Yeah. (laughs) Like at the top of his lungs. Like a shrill. That's just, uh, as I said, that just turns into static and and white noise. Just noise, noise, yeah. You don't get anything out of that. Um, Here's a a way you can help. This is a complete change of topic just on that day. Yeah. One way you can help your, your friends and your training partners who are competing, don't let them go out drinking the night before. Yeah, no, don't do that. I don't think that's a good idea. Don't let them go out drinking the night before. Wait, who's done that? Brendan. 
Burn. Burn. I write any spew out of the match. <laughs> Combination of a hangover. Because I turned around, like the match started, and I turned around for like two seconds, maybe somebody else was competing, and then I come back and the match had stopped. And I was like, what happened? Bro. I think it was and a combination. You guys were laughing then, like, well, he vomited. <laughs> combination of adrenaline and hangover. <laughs> Not a good combo. Don't do it. Yeah, no, um, man. He's like, yeah, I had like 12 beers last night. I'm like, why? I reckon that's a bit of like a, I don't know, like a um, like a defensive mechanism as well. I don't know, because... I remember one day before a, a, a competition, I was like, I, I had the nerves the day before. I was like, I want to get to sleep. So at like seven o'clock that night, I had some Xanax and just went to bed. <laughs> Woke up the next day, going to the competition, still like all like so like. Oh, guys, I'm competing today. <laughs> all right, had that one go for you, Maddie. Actually, I think I did well that day. To be honest, I think yeah, I, yeah, maybe that's a secret. I think I had. Maybe that's a secret that everyone's tuned in to hear. Yeah, that's it. Xanny's pre. Uh, <laughs> pre- <laughs> no, I just I. I I think I got a silver medal that day or something along those lines. I did well, actually. Nice. Uh, I was well How rest- much did you attribute that to the, the rest? Mate, I was well rested. <laughs> I think I had like an 11-hour sleep or something, so I was pretty well rested. Uh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> yes, so back don't, to it. Don't try this at home. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, no, yeah, so pre... Okay, so that's another part of this uh, article that we haven't written down, but could talk about pre-match pre, mm. pre-comp is the night before as well so yeah get a good night rest maybe check in with your partner give him a yeah. call say hey make sure they eat well I mean I understand some people cut weight but you also don't want to be going in on an empty stomach yeah I don't know about cutting weight in jiu-jitsu comps I think I, I kind of it's a bit laughable yeah, to be honest look, you know what so I, wherever you're at like if you have to maybe drop a couple kilos sure. pre pre-day like before the day if you yeah. want to kind of alter some things in your diet um, I don't know, but jumping in saunas nah, and you it's know, the worst thing I ever did. I, I've done it a couple times. I remember coming in a bit heavy before a comp, and I had to, I had to um, put a garbage bags on and oh, you know, wow. jumpers yeah. and blankets and go running around Concord Five Dock. Yeah. For about an hour to, to shed two kilos of, of weight. But then you, you feel and then like I jumped on the mats and like I just was like just nothing left. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was cramping at the time and I was like, "This is stupid." What I went, are you doing? I, I went to the worlds and I just was in America, like first time I've been overseas on, into America on holidays for like five oh, or six shit, days yeah. before. So I'm just eating junk food. Like, oh, this is great. I'll be fine. I think I saw the the Instagram post. Were you there with Wade? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's in and out problems yeah in and out burgers uh so any, i was, was like it wendy's or pancake parlor or oh, something i can't like that. remember it was that was 2000 and i was watching on from here 2013 i remember you guys did some serious damage but uh i mean i had to i did i did the same i even did the hot bath yeah so right. I, I was in the bath <laughs> I, sleeping with i went to sleep with like four jumpers on and just yeah well, just i woke up i sweated it out it was great uh except as soon as i got on the mats i i just felt like lethargic I just felt like, like lead, a zombie right? yeah. yeah everything was heavy I couldn't lift my arms up because there's no water in you there's no energy in you mm-hmm. you know with 70% water and you want to just try and cut all that water out you're going to have a bad time yes um, yeah so I don't know it's it's funny because maybe just lean out like a month beforehand if you know yeah. there's comp coming up there's take it easy on the on the amount of food that you're having, yeah. you know, and like what you're eating, you can start focusing Look, a little bit more on that. I'm all for cutting weight in the sense of just getting leaner, but don't not on the day, not the day before. Yeah, not I water think, weight, sort of. Don't dehydrate yourself. Yes, 
No, you don't. Do don't not, do that. Do not dehydrate yourself. If you know you're going to have problems getting into that weight division, just go up a weight division because it's not going to... How many kilos is it? Like six kilos per division? Yeah. Just, it's not going to make a big difference. And you're going to feel so much and stronger. Focus, yeah, and you're focus on the next better. comp after this one yes. to get to the weight that you really want to get to. Yeah. Um, because you, it's probably going to have detrimental effects on your performance on the day. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. So you'd rather like perform well and lose to somebody even though they're a bit bigger than yeah. to just go in there and just feel like like junk because you haven't drank water for three days and you've been sitting in saunas yep. after eating in and out burgers yeah, <laughs> a week <absolutely>. beforehand. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't just do going that. in a Walmart and just buying like bags of lollies and just like, stuffing your face with it. Mm, Don't do it. Not a good idea. No. Um, so yes, don't offend other people. Yeah. Um, offer encouragement. Shake the person's hand after the match as well. Yeah. You know the opponent's hand because they just had a great time. You know they just they just did the dance with your mate, mm-hmm. and um, without that person, your mate wouldn't have had a match. Yep. You know, so I think everyone's there and everyone should be commended for jumping in there and um, and putting their neck mm-hmm. necks out literally and yep. figuratively. Um, and you know, don't look like an asshole and be a decent person and um, help the situation. Don't put people down to bring yourself up or your friends up. Yep. It's not how to do it. Absolutely. Um, that also applies for the referees. Yeah. I think uh, I'm a culprit of this too. I'm sure there was, there's a couple of refs that I just, I don't know, they just always make bad errors. But they're, uh, they're probably, if they're being paid, they're being paid in sandwiches and yeah, like, exactly. you know, chocolate bars on the day and pizzas maybe like you know some loose change from the competition yeah that's a lot of the times they're volunteers Mm -hmm. a lot of the times they're just you know enthusiasts of jiu-jitsu too that have been begged to 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 referee on the day yeah help out it's not necessarily ibjjf you know like world championships it's a little local tournament so you're not going to expect the um you know the pinnacle of refereeing yeah right people make mistakes the other thing is those refs. I've done it, dude. Down, you know, downstairs in the um, in-house comp. Yeah. By the end of the day, I'm also checking out two of the of the of the matches. There's been so many matches I've been staring at and yep. and scoring. It's like eight hours of no, I mean not eight hours, but it's a long it's day. It's many hours, yes. Yeah. And you just get bored, and so unless somebody else wants to do it, you're the one that has to do it. Um, so cut the person some slack, you know. And and things do get really. Um, there's any bias involved you know or if people aren't being nice then i get that and it gets frustrating it gets annoying but arguing the like the decisions Mm. rarely helps if ever have Uh, you ever seen a decision overturned because someone's complained enough i I haven't my very last match that i was in maybe not the last one but the last competition i was in the one brad was there yeah uh i remember being in a match i don't remember tapping Uh, i ended up winning on points and at the end of the match, they're all screaming. The other, the opposition team is screaming at the ref, saying, "He tapped, he tapped, blah blah blah." I can't believe you. This is an atrocity. Um, I, don't, I don't, I don't. He's a blue belt in a local competition. Uh, um, it's an atrocity. Yeah, these, these are. The, the ref asked me, "Did you tap?" I don't remember tapping. He asked the guy, the, the guy I was competing against, "Do you remember him tapping?" No. I didn't, the ref no, didn't shut up. Ref um, didn't see it, and I had spectators. it on film. I'm like. No one tapped, and they're all screaming. They're abusing me. They're yeah. abusing the ref. It's like it's not just it's just stupid. All, just shut if up. If everyone here involved in the actual match, none of us saw it happen. What did you see? Like, and if you did see what you saw, and both competitors 
but mutually agreed to keep going and the referee didn't see anything then and neither yeah, of us just, that's just I a non-issue right tapping. there he didn't feel me tapping yeah. like what's the go you know I think like the local tournament you got the blue belt you know lightweight division I think you just have to put it into perspective as well you know and Absolutely. I've gotten better with you know maybe maturity maybe with age like you kind of you get a little bit mad you can feel yeah. it going on maybe words start coming out and I'm like hold on a minute is this going to help the situation? Let yeah. me think about what I'm going to say first. And usually it's like, you know what? Nothing really needs to be said right now. The, the, the decision has been made. The match is over. Yep. You know, maybe you could go out and just maybe, you know, if the ref's got a spare moment, yep. you just say, oh, hold on. I just maybe talk to them, discuss, like, have a quick chat about what you saw, what you yep. thought. And if they're up for a discussion on it, then, you know, things can be clarified. Yep. Um, but don't take it, too far you know um, and just keep things in perspective yep it's okay yeah. everyone's gonna live you know no one's died no one's lost anything too bad if it's a world you know and there's like that's another thing you know there's a world there's sponsorships coming up you know if there's you're going like a grand final of a world championships sure yeah complain to the ref if it's legit if he's if your if your teammates legitimately been wrong you should be taking that up through the the right processes yes. is anything going to happen probably not but yeah. i mean it's already kind of done you know yeah so be nice people be nice to your the opponent be nice to the referee as well mm. um because no one really has to be out there you know and it's all ultimately it's all about the fun mm. so yeah. it's fun it should be fun and that's what I think the, that's what you need to tell your, your mate who's competing yeah. too like it's fun at the end of the day man just go there and have fun enjoy yourself like rip in and have fun and usually what having fun means from my experience is doing my best yep that's when you have the most fun and the result's gonna take care of itself maybe you win maybe you lose but if you do your best didn't um, remember SPMA they had this quote the goal isn't winning the goal is to achieve the, the performance Required to, required to win, win. winning's the outcome something like that I always thought that was a really wanky quote and it was a meaningless dribble but it's actually not bad what they're saying is like look, well maybe potentially okay. is look like, is focus on the process yes. and the outcome will take care it of itself it took me a long time to f- kind of figure out what actually was meant by that yeah and it, you know and, and, and realise the wisdom mm-hmm. within it um, but yeah absolutely focus on the process yes um, and the process is doing your best. Um, okay, so can we move on? Yeah, I think I think everyone uh, we should. I think we're pretty clear. Be nice. Be, be respectful. Be, Don't be dicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's another one. Have some water handy for your partner. Yeah. And film the fights if you want to be yeah. the matches. I don't like when we call BJJ matches fights because I just don't think they're fights. I mean, you're going up against somebody else for sure. But it's a match. I think we've it's had a game. This, I think we've had this discussion before. I'm opposed to calling it fights. Uh, just because I'm not punching you doesn't mean we're not fighting. You're opposed to calling it, or you don't mind no, calling I don't it? No, I don't mind. I don't mind calling it a fight. Well, do whatever you like, okay? But just <laughs> film them. Yep. Okay. Rather than screaming and shouting at others, and you know, screaming at refs and being a nuisance to everybody, yep. do something productive and hold some water for your for your competitor friend, right? Uh, yeah. Make sure their bags are there. Like you, you have to organize that stuff for them. Yeah, make, have a banana, some snacks ready for them in between their matches. Do what you can to make yourself useful. Do what you can so they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Because if, for every like bit of thought or percentage of thought they have to give yeah. to all these other things, do I have water? Do I have bananas? Do I have this? 
that's that's attention away from what they're trying to focus on right now. Yes. And you want them to be 100% in the zone. Most definitely. So be supportive and do what you can to get them in the zone. Uh-huh. Even if that means, you know, degrading us. It's not degrading to be a water boy, but, you know, being water a water boy. Water boy. H2O. <laughs> Gatorade oh. sucks. No. Water sucks. Gatorade's better. <laughs> even if you li- even if you're um the water boy, that's fine. Like be the water still, boy. Be the water boy. It's helpful. Yes, you know that's what you're there for, right? Absolutely. That's one, being supportive. One um really useful way. Buy them acai. After yeah, there you go. Um, one really useful way um to help your partner is to record their matches. Yeah, um, and it's a great idea because, I mean. It's the last thing you want to think about, to be honest, like having someone film them, like just film them. Say, hey, man, can you film the matches? Perfect. That'd be sweet. And that's all you want your partner to think about. All right, yeah, done. And you're going to be there. You're going to be filming it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you get somebody else to film it. You know, if, you, if you've brought a partner along or a son or a daughter or something yeah. like that, say, hey, please film the matches yeah. so that you as a spectator, as the coach, can be fully focused on the match yeah. as well. Um, sometimes the, the f- filming of them um, it's done in good intentions, but you end up filming like yeah, the floor hard. or something like that because you forget about it. It's hard to do both. Coach yeah, you can't. Do, it's hard to very hard to do both. So yeah. find somebody else to film them. Um, that way, your your friend, your partner, your sorry competitor friend doesn't have to think about that. Yeah, you don't really have to think about that either. Okay, so um, but f- find somebody to do that. That's yeah. not your partner. It's not the competitor's job if you're there to help them. Post match, even uh, on the topic of things you can do to help out. Uh, it's one that I've never it took me a while to understand the arm shaking man like the lactic acid that builds up yeah, help, right. help shake the arms out so the muscles just relax yes because if they're still tense after that huge adrenaline dump and they will be five, five minutes of you know six minutes whatever heavy um, grip fighting and yeah toe to toe like pushing the physicality uh, help them release that tension give them a, a light massage even you know it's it's going to be helpful and a light gonna, massage get those thumbs in there yeah, yeah. and grind away because they're going to need them absolutely that is super helpful too that's necessary as well yeah. and that's what that's what being a good mate um, on the day yeah that's what they do they help you out they give you massages you know yeah. um, they're not afraid to get down and dirty um, here's a, here's another one focus on the bright spots and I say this in a lot of different situations Matty um, you know for I got this from like precision nutrition where you know, we do some nutrition coaching and that yeah, movement coaching and all of those things and focus on the stuff that's going really well yep. um, and then give like 10% of or you know it's a um, like give just a small amount on the things that didn't do well yep. and things to improve on but right lots of things are the positives yeah so here's a question for you on this like how much feedback to give because pre-match pro, like sorry post-match Post-match. So yeah. post-match. Is there another match happening next? Good question. Uh, say, they, say they've lost. So after a loss. Usually, okay. usually a loss in, in Throw competitions. Throw the book at them. Uh, usually, usually after a loss, that's probably their last match for that round. Maybe they got open weight later or whatever. Yeah. But probably the reason I ask this is I can think of times where people have come out of a match and in their mind they think, oh, it was my cardio that let me down. It was this. And it's like you as the, the spectator kind of can say, well, actually, no, you made a bunch of mistakes. You feel like your cardio is shot because you've had a huge adrenaline dump. And yep. realistically, the adrenaline is what kills your cardio. It's not your cardio. Yep. I see most of it. Most people who compete, 
I've seen do like hours at a time. It's not your cardio. It's adrenaline. It's the whole the whole the, situation. The whole package. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how 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 real do you get with cutting through their bullshit? Pardon the French and telling him kind of the real mistakes they made as opposed to oh this guy was just better at me at judo and he took me down or like you he was know, too strong you know or something like yeah, that yeah how do you how, like which could be a factor but it's definitely I'm sure they are strong I'm sure yeah. they are good but how do you wait how much time are you waiting through that bull crap and, and letting them have that as their I don't want I don't want to say as an excuse but you know how how do you break Solace, through that you know like yeah. so so um, yeah, well, well, this is like, it goes into, you want to be effective in, in your feedback. Yes. You want to be effective for the goal of what? Them learning and getting Them, better. Yes. So maybe there will need to, there is a little bit of muck, you know, like um, at the beginning. So post-match, they're, they're disappointed, they're upset. Oh, fuck, I should have done this, I should have yeah. done that, damn it. Like, let them have it a little bit. Yep. And then I think you can feel the times when the person's a bit more receptive to different opinions and different thoughts. Yeah, okay. So if you don't agree with them, maybe don't say it right then and there because that's the last thing they want. You know, somebody to go against what they're thinking at the time. Yeah, it's kind of a bit of a slap in the face. That's why I asked the question. I don't know when the right time is for it. Yeah, well, um, I guess when the smoke has settled a little bit as well, yeah. you know, and then, um, but still fresh. Like I say, you wait a week and it's then say, long. hey, man, at that comp, you should have done this and this and this. Well, it's like, that's not really relevant anymore. But the moment they get off the mat saying, you idiot, you should have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah why don't you do this we, we draw this in class what's wrong with you that's not smart either right so just let them yeah. let them um, I think it's really important that the person processes it themselves and comes up with their own conclusions not right then and there give them some time yep and that'll be different like the time frame will be different depending on the person maybe in the post match acai you know you're sitting there you're yeah. having an acai that's everyone's you, chilled you know like the, 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 the smile's back on you know yeah, they're yeah. feeling their arms again and everything's back and you can say hey man like here's some feedback from this Um, a a really good strategy I used when I was um, doing PT um, was the shit sandwich approach so if somebody um, for example if you have like a big um, point to make that they made a mistake that you want to highlight you can start off by saying hey man, the, the double leg that they went for that you sprawled on, you know, and you reversed it and you like took their back with, that was so awesome. Yeah. When you had the back, you should have um, gotten the lapel on the other side. You know, you should have gone for the lapel from the bottom side rather than from the top side because that means that they wouldn't have been able to escape. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, that guard sweep that you did was epic as well. Yeah, yeah. so you're hiding See the feedback in, in between A little bit, some yes. positive reinforcement. Yeah, so positive negative if you want to call it ne- constructive, constructive better word yeah and then like positive again yeah. right which is going to help because everyone's got the ego right and yeah. you don't want to say like three negatives yes. because then it's a bit of a downer and it's not a downer like it's a good yeah, it's yeah. a fun time and they enjoy themselves and there's a lot of learning that did happen and you're just there to highlight it mm. so I think that's a really good thing to think about um, you know so make a point of noticing and naming like the positive aspects of their performance no matter how minor they are as I said, you know, the sweep, the sweep that they defended or attempted. Yeah. Hey, man, you almost got that helicopter armbar. That was epic. Yep. You know, something like, kind of, I don't remember going for a helicopter <laughs> armbar. <laughs> you know, behaviors and fight mentality, man, yeah. you're so calm out there. It was awesome to see, yeah. you know, like your lead up was awesome. Your preparation was great. Yeah. These are all good things that you can take from it. Um, you know, your mat etiquette, you know, they were nice. It was like a friendly, it was good sportsmanship. Yeah. There's their things to highlight. 
You know, you went like a sook, a sook, you know, after the match, things like that, man. There's a lot of good things that, that can come from the match. Um, I like the fact that they didn't have to be there. They didn't have to put their neck out on the line either, but they did, you know. So even no matter how bad it goes for them, they, <laughs> so, they did it. So don't be like me after I remember that were you there when Danny had his first competition I was I remember saying bro you look like a junkie yeah. he looked, man, the adrenaline dump I think he'd never had one I don't know dude not, yeah not, like, he looked I saw Danny go like die and come back again to yeah, he looked like he'd been literally died yeah. just as I, the, the only way I can paint a picture is like uh, uh, train spotting like just someone who's just there borderline <laughs> overdosing just like smacked out on, that's what Danny looked like he looked like a junkie uh, but don't say that right after the competition no, I'm sure don't. that's not what they want to hear <laughs> and then alright so Danny had just come off the mats and he had one match to go and yeah. that was the moment oh. that was like the lowest of low yeah oh, you look and like a junkie so let him have his 20 minutes yeah. you know rest yeah immediately oh you did really well dude have a rest and then you know with a few minutes to go to the next match okay Danny it's time to get time to get ready yeah yeah because I remember we were talking to him about the next match and he had just jumped off (laughs) and he just looked at me like are you crazy like what's wrong with you and I I felt crazy talking to him about the next match when he was like but (laughs) dead he's just like just ready to die that's a touch so that's a very important thing right there because if you if you mention that to someone when they look like they're ready to die, yeah. they're already mentally they're going to be like, oh, it's kind of a feeling of you're not excited for it at all. And if you're not excited, you're already kind of angling on a negative tra- trajectory for them men- potentially, right? You could be angling them on a negative mental uh, M- mood, part, part, yeah, part, mood yeah. path, like taking their confidence away. Oh, I'm exhausted. Oh. No, you want to, you want the guy to have the confidence. Yes. So, right, okay, you're exhausted, Danny, but you've been here on the mats beforehand. Yeah. You know, you know what this is like. We do hours and hours of grappling every single night. Yeah, yeah. You've spent thousands yeah. of hours on the mats. You got Let's go. Minutes. You got, you got another five minutes in you here. Got Come 20 on. Twenty minutes to, to get. Just your take some back. breaths. Take some breaths. Calm down. Relax. Clear your yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's get going again. You know, that'll help somebody rather than being like, you look like shit, you know, something, you know. <laughs> That's not helpful to anyone. Just give up, man. This guy's pretty strong coming Even up. Even at the like, best of times, luck. it's not nice to say you look like shit, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so look, there's so many positives to look at. Like, I, I think it's just important to just, like, just... Help the person feel good about things. That's Maybe that's just my personality. I don't know. I'd like to think that I, I give constructive criticism when yes. it's necessary absolutely um, but I will do it with a bit of strategy in mind too because I understand that I'm talking to a person I'm not talking to a robot and this person has emotions this person feels things you know they think things um, and it's it's not just words that are coming out of my mouth it's how people are receiving them as well yep. so to, in order to be a good communicator you have to think about how the person is going to receive um, your message mm-hmm. not just your message coming out of your mouth like talk for the listener not for the not for you is important yes especially from a coaching point of view um yes don't be a negative nancy 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 last one people um support encourage them all the way it's kind of what we're just talking about don't be a negative nancy competition is exciting time Mm -hmm. it's learning it's overcoming challenges it's finding glory through the hard work and you need to be in it to win it more than anything else. So here's a question. Do you reckon Danny looking back on that regrets that day? No way. 
I'm sure he looks back on it and just laughs. I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, we've spoken sure. about it a few times, and he just laughs about it. It's like, yeah, I'm happy to do another one when I feel like, like when I feel like I'm ready. Yep. Awesome. And that was a he had a very interesting experience the first time around, um, and he's ready to go for, go again. And experiences, you really, rarely regret competition. Yeah. I completely severed my shoulder off of my off of my body, right? And I still don't Damn. regret that comp. I still had a great time. I still enjoyed myself. I would have done things differently, but whatever, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know. Like it's just life. It's, such is life and um, things happen so it's still on the mats right it's time to it's just be positive you know and enjoy enjoy the situation and yep. you as your friend helping your partner it's up to you man because because your partner can get really stuck into what's actually happening in the time you know and it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's such a it's such an emotional roller coaster as much as we'd like to say eh, it's just a local tournament it's a white belt match it's a blue belt match like it's it's not what your body perceives your body perceives like you're going into a life or death situation so it's up to you as the friend to just keep things in check, keep things in perspective. This is why I say it is a fight in the sense that you are two people going hell for leather with the intention of breaking each other's. And it could be very dangerous too. It can. Man, how many videos have you seen of people like getting slammed or whatever at tournaments? And, and it's dangerous. Put it out to the listeners. Hey, you people. Are we, are we able, are you right in calling a jiu-jitsu match a fight? Is it a fight? Is it a match? Can it be either or? What's the difference between the two? Why, what, how do you define one or the other? Hit me up, message us online. Yeah. Um, yeah, so rather than seeing competitions as a main event, think of the competitions as a prelim fight before the real one. Mm. That's a nice little point there right there. The real fight, what's the real fight, Maddie? Real fight's when someone tries to kill you on the street. True. In the context of a, like a BJ, in BJJ, right? Like it's, the, uh, it's that... And it's also the enjoyment of the of the jiu-jitsu lifestyle for life. Like yeah, this competition that you're up for is just part of your journey, your ongoing yeah, journey yeah. till you're old and gray, wearing that red belt of yours. Like you're going to look back on all these experiences um, and you're going to be happy that you did them, you know, because yeah, they're going to formulate who you are as a person. They're going to build character. Um, so, so be happy. Mm-hmm. Be excited. You know, enjoy yourself. You know, we train in this martial art for the benefits off the mats just as much as on them, if not more. And it's important you stay motivated and enthusiastic to learn all the time. So take the competition experiences with your friends as a means of learning and follow the above pointers to make it fun and educational and helpful for the future. Maddie, any closing thoughts, my man? As you just said, it, it, you pretty much nailed it all in that last little bit there. You know, it's, it's an opportunity to learn. It and is. At the end of the day, whether you win or lose, you learn. Win or learn. Win or learn. No, it's learn. Win or lose, you learn. Win and le- yes. Because if you win, you're still going to learn. You're still going to... It's not like you... Unless you're Conor McGregor going out and knocking someone out in seven seconds, mm-hmm. I don't think he learned anything from that fight. Yes, he did. What did he learn? I can knock someone out in one punch? Listen, have I reckon he already knew he could knock someone out with one punch if he landed it perfect. All right, but he also he also needed some guts in order to go for that first punch right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have backed out of that... You know, come in and clinched Aldo, but he went for the knockout shot like within that he first minute. He learned seconds. it worked. Yep, and it worked. But so he, he could he learned perhaps to trust his intuition and mm-hmm. go for things. I learned that. Like I we feel, all learned. I don't know if he learned that. Or he, did he already know it? You know what I mean? Like, did he just execute it perfectly? Well, there you go. Like he, like he learned from executing it perfectly. He learned something from that. Mm. Hey, either way, um, you learn or you learn is my point. You learn and you learn. Yeah. Um, and I think that's life, to be honest. Like all the experiences that we're um, the day in, day out, everything that happens. It's all learning. 
it is what it is, you know, and it's all about us like moving from those and doing things better. And that's a jiu-jitsu journey right there. So, hey, everybody, I'd love to just thank you all for listening and being a part of it. Um, hopefully this comes out. We'll see how we go, eh, matey? That's it. Hey, much love to everybody. Thank you so much for being, for learning, for listening, for um, being a part of it all. See you on the next one. Oos. Oos.